You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, what's good? Welcome back to another edition of the 24-7 Sports Football Recruiting Podcast. My name is Blair Angulo. Thank you so much for joining us. A reminder, please give us a like, give us a follow, give us a review, give us those five stars wherever you find your podcast. We're on an abbreviated schedule right now, Tuesdays and Thursdays, as we work around the camp circuit. And no one's been busier this offseason than the guy we have on the other line. That would be Greg Biggins. He's a national recruiting analyst for 24-7 Sports. You can follow him on Twitter at Greg Biggins. And we sent Greg Biggins down to Nashville, Tennessee this past weekend to cover the Elite 11 Regional as we move in into that tour, into that into that whole showcase uh, event circuit. And, and Greg, before we get into the quarterbacks, because I know that's what the fans are here to, to listen to, I want to provide you the opportunity to go on a little rant here because you were on your feet for several hours covering this event. You, you made a, a mad dash to the airport to catch your flight back to the West Coast, and you had to settle for some peanut butter cups to to have for dinner. I mean, what what's the deal with that? Yeah, that was a little disappointing, Blair, but I'll tell you what, if I can, this might sound like a rant against the status quo of being in California, but can I just say how much I love Nashville? That place was so much fun. Saturday night, going out into uh, with some of the old student sports brethren of mine and trying to watch the UFC fights. I was a little disappointed, I'll be honest, Nashville. I was a little disappointed that I couldn't find any place and we tried hard to have the fights, only the preliminaries, but not the main events. But uh, Nashville was very strong, and that had a great time. And yeah, you know what? The Reese's Peanut Butter Cups and the bag of chips was was my dinner, and that was disappointing. But it was still worth it to be out there for a, for a day and a half, and I had a good time. Yeah, and, and obviously we sent our best out to Nashville to cover the Elite 11, and you have so much experience monitoring and looking at quarterbacks. And the alpha dog from this event was Alabama commitment Ty Simpson. He not only tested the best among all the participants there, and it, it turned out to be a pretty good event, a pretty stacked and loaded camp with a lot of players from all corners of the country coming together, but it was Simpson that came away with your alpha dog award. What made him so special? What what are the Crimson Tide getting in, in Ty Simpson? Yeah, no, he had a great day. You know, he was very consistent. I guess I was that's the best way to probably describe him was was consistent. And I hope people don't take that as as an insult. I'm not, you know, sometimes you call a kid a, a game manager and people think, oh, you're saying he doesn't have any tools. So I'm not saying that the fact that Ty was the most consistent means he doesn't he's that he's lacking tools. He just does everything well and effortless. You know, he was the most accurate quarterback in the camp. Uh, mechanically, he's very, very strong repeatable delivery, great feet, on balance. I love how competitive he is. When he made a bad throw, which wasn't very often, but you could tell it bothered him. He wasn't just a guy going out there and, and going through the motions. I mean, he was taking every rep and every drill like it was a game. And so I, I love that about him. Great kid. Talked to him after the camp as well, just about his Alabama commitment and how you know tight it was with them and Clemson. I mean, the day before, we actually had a lot of crystal balls in favor of, of Clemson still, but he ended up choosing uh, Nick Saban and Alabama. So no, I mean, he's a high-level athlete for the quarterback position. He can stress you with his legs, smart, cerebral, enough arm talent to make all the throws. Like I said, competitive, 
checked out the the measurables. I wasn't sure how big he was going to be, but he looks like he's all of six, one and a half. Um, maybe even, I don't know, it could be six, two on a good day, but six, one and a half at least with a, with a strong athletic frame, little basketball body to him, which I love. And like I said, man, he competed and had a great day. So he got the golden ticket to the Elite 11 finals that will be out here in Southern California, Blair. So you'll get to see him as well. So overall, yeah, stock up on Ty Simpson. Roll tight. You know, we're still waiting, I think, to know what the next version of Alabama's offense is going to look like with the departure of Steve Sarkeesian, who's taken over at Texas. But you've seen what that offense can be and how how they're able to mold it to a quarterback's strengths, right? With Tua Tango-Vailoa and Mac Jones. And, you know, it seems like Bryce Young could be the heir apparent now. And even before then, with a guy like Jalen Hurts. With, with Ty Simpson in, in particular, do you feel like he has kind of that upside to maybe push for early playing time as, as a lot of those other guys did? I mean, I think he's, so I, I would answer that question two ways. Yes, I do think because he's smart and cerebral. And for me, that's, you can't come in and play as a true freshman unless you're smart and, and you can read and, and process quickly and pick up a, a playbook. So I think he can do all that. Saying that, you know how much I love Bryce Young. So I don't care who it is, Ty Simpson or Aaron Rodgers. Okay, maybe I'm a little, it's like, it's like exaggeration there. But no one's going to beat out. Bryce Young, like I said, that, that's my guy right there. I mean, I, I think he's got two more years and he's going to be a top four Heisman guy as soon as this year. So I don't think anyone's going to beat him out, but I do think Ty has all the makeup of a guy who can come in. And you talk about Nick Saban and why he's so special. doesn't matter who the OC is. I do like the fact that they'll mold the offense around whatever the quarterback does well. And similar to Bryce, not comparing Ty to Bryce, but I think both those two guys are similar in that they can fit in any system. If you wanted to have a quarterback who just wants to, you know, want him to, to be a pure pocket guy and make all the throws, Bryce and Ty can do that. If you want to add a little bit of athleticism to the position, you want to have them rolling out a little bit more. You want to have them, you know, maybe not necessarily run, run in zone read, but they are both able to do that kind of stuff. So they can beat you from the pocket. They can beat you from outside the pocket. Whereas, you know, Tua, more of a pocket guy. Mac Jones, definitely just a pocket guy. Bryce, athlete, Ty, athlete. So I love those two and how you're able to kind of do multiple things to stress a defense with them. And we will be seeing Ty Simpson, like you said, at the Elite 11 Finals out here on the West Coast. Make sure you stay locked in at 247sports.com for all the latest at that event as we charge forward towards the summer. And another player that's going to be joining him is Gavin Wimsett. He's the commit to Rutgers. He's from, uh, I guess, nearby Kentucky since the, the camp was in Nashville. But Wimsett, I, I think, got into the Elite 11 Finals based on his body of work, right? What he's able to put on film and, and what he was able to do as a junior this past year. What'd you like about him Sunday when you see when you saw him throw? Yeah, man, I think the first thing is is his frame. He's got a really I used the basketball term already for Ty, but even more so with Gavin. I'm a fan of, of an athletic quarterback who's got just a, a, a body that allows them to grow physically, to mature without getting bulky, without losing any kind of fluidity in their movement. And Wimsat, I mean, he's kind of has like a little small forward type type body. He's probably six three, six four really just fluid in how he moves around. Arm strength is there. Still a little little raw in some areas in terms of his mechanics, but I think I, I actually like the fact that he's not peaked. A lot of kids you watch and you feel like, man, they may not get any better between now and they get to college. He's got a lot of room to grow. He's got a high ceiling. I think that's probably what the Elite 11 staff liked so much. You know, you watch him on tape and, you know, you, you see him, again, dual threat kid with the live arm and very, very coachable, great kid, worked hard, every drill, 
just, again, I, I thought that stood out. Not as polished as some other guys, but long-term down the road, you definitely see it. And I think, I didn't look it up, but I think he might be one of the highest, if not the highest rated quarterback prospects Rutgers has brought in in maybe a decade. So yeah, in a long, and, long time and, and you can see it. Yeah. And that was, that's what I was going to ask you is you see quarterbacks from across the country. You see players from all parts of the country as well during regionals and, and during the Under Armour camp series and during the future 50 and, and at all sorts of events. But for Rutgers to get a four-star quarterback, would you qualify Gavin Wimsett as maybe one of the bigger steals in this class? I do. Yeah, I, I do. And again, I hope people don't take that as an insult for, to Rutgers saying, oh, what do you mean a steal? We're lucky to have this guy. I mean, yeah, you are lucky to have him. Anybody would. So I think he's, you don't want to ever say, oh, he's a program definer because that just puts so much pressure on the kid. But he's a guy who you talk to him, just very, just a good kid. And so this is someone who's going to be a very, very good recruiter. I think him committing automatically elevates Rutgers and makes them that much more attractive to other players and other positions, especially if you're a skill guy, a wide receiver, a running back, a tight end, an offensive lineman, even shoot, even a defensive player. I mean, this is a kid who, again, he's very recognizable, has a big name, and he's the kind of kid that you want to play with. He's not a, a prima donna, you know, turd of a quarterback. Those guys are out there. Gavin is not that guy. Very good kid, um, very well-spoken, well-mannered, and I, I think, again, great character guy. He'll represent the university really well. And, oh, by the way, he can play football, too. Gavin Wimsat committed to Rutgers and Ty Simpson committed Alabama, two guys that picked up their Elite 11 finals invite at the Elite 11 Regional in Nashville. We're going to continue to talk about that event with Greg Biggins after this break. You're listening to the 24-7 Sports Football Recruiting Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The dead period has been in effect for over a year, but when June 1st hits, it's finally over. Official visits are back, unofficial visits are too, and coaches and recruits can finally meet face-to-face. -face. So with so much going on, don't worry, we will cover everything you need to know right here for the whole month of June. We are adding a new feature to the 24-7 Sports Football Recruiting Podcast feed. That means that every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday during the month of June, make sure to listen to our special five-minute morning episodes. I will be joined by your favorite 24-7 sports national recruiting analysts to preview the visits and recap the biggest news as we navigate what will surely be a crazy recruiting month together. So that's every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday in June right here on the 24-7 sports football recruiting podcast feed. Are you excited for oh, June? More, GB? more of you more of you heck yeah dude i don't care about i care about blair i care about you and the more we have of you doing stuff like this i'm excited man i'm pumped for that so i could have i could handle a little monday tuesday wednesday thursday friday blair hour just give me a half hour of you riffing on whatever you want to riff about albert Pujols, whatever you want to riff about and that's going to be a great thing so june's going to be awesome because we have more of you blair that's that's so freaking cool 
Well, that supercharges me up now. You know, I'm excited. And, and we usually do this show Tuesdays and Thursdays. That's when we, we enter the podcast feed. But to be able to add three other episodes during the week, it's going to be great. Um, and, and month of June is going to be really busy. So make sure you stay locked in for that. Uh, another player, GB, that we wanted to discuss that you got a chance to see at the Elite 11 Regional down in Nashville was Zach Pyron out of the state of Alabama, committed to Baylor and a player that you really liked, not only because of his frame, because of his athleticism as well. Man, I, I love this kid. And, and Clint Brewster was out there with me and he was awesome too. And the cool thing about me going out to Nashville was I didn't know a lot of these guys. I hadn't seen them, right? I hadn't seen them face to face. I knew of reputation alone, but it was kind of easy to go in there without any, you know, I had no blinders on. I was wide open. I didn't have you know, okay, this guy's going to be good because I saw the film or no, it was like, I'm just going to go in and trust my eyes. And so I'm watching this guy and I didn't know his name. We kept calling him Big Red or Chase Budinger because he looks like 6'4", 6'3", redheaded guy. For those of you who don't know who Chase Budinger is, YouTube him, former Arizona Wildcat basketball player, but beach volleyball, man, the guy can jump and bang. But Zach Pyron has some special juice to him, Blair. I, again, the, my top two guys were him and Ty and for Clint as well. And the only thing that really pushed Ty over him as our alpha was that was the testing, you know, going to that last drill, we still didn't know how to elevate. These guys are both throw for throw. Then we heard that, you know, Ty was the top tester in the camp and ran four, seven and jumped 33. And we're like, okay, that, that's, that's a good difference maker right there. But man, Zach, he's got some special juice in that elbow. He had a top three, top four arm. He's rolling left and winging it. He's rolling to his right off balance, off platform, and just gutted it in there. Straight drop, pure stroke, deep ball touch, accuracy. He's got that. Again, I'm huge on character. And you talk to him for two minutes, you know, why'd you choose Baylor? And he's just giving it to you. You know, dream school, love Coach Grimes, love the BYU offense, love Zach Wilson. I want to play like him. I love the fact that it's a school based on my faith. My parents loved it. We visited. I mean, you name it, man. This guy checks off every box. You want your daughter to date a guy like this kid. And he had such a good day. And I don't know where we have him. I think we have him rated like in the 85, 86s player. To me, and also Clint brought up a great point. Baylor does a great job evaluating and developing quarterbacks. So if Baylor goes on you early, which they did, that tells you something. And so this kid going to Baylor with his ability, with his traits, I think he should be in that four-star conversation for sure. Yeah, Zach Pyron, an 85 in the 24-7 sports rankings and an 84 in the composite. And he does have a, TCU fans are probably not going to like this, but he does have a little Andy Dalton to him with the Chase Budinger look. <laughs> 6'3", 205. He's outside the top 40 among pro-style quarterbacks, but based on his performance this past weekend, we could probably see him moving up in the 2022 class. And hopefully, I know the invites haven't gone out yet for a lot of players, but He's one that we surely we would want to see in a national event like the Elite 11 Finals. Uh, another player that really caught your attention, Greg, was Tevin Carter uh, out of, out of uh, the state of Tennessee. 6'4", 230, another big quarterback prospect that could really spin it on, on Sunday. Yeah, and his deal was he just he's had some just some weird bad luck with, with various injuries and COVID and ACLs and just hasn't played a whole lot of football. So, you know, he's a kid who kind of like I said, with, you know, with, with Gavin Wimsett, a little bit raw in some areas, but 
special, special arm. I mean, Taj Boyd, former Clemson quarterback, was one of the guys there helping out the camp, former Elite 11 guy. And every time he would throw for into Tevin, Taj would kind of just look back and, and just be like, wow. Like, we call that easy velocity where you don't need to wind it up. You don't need to, you know, double reset, hitch, hitch, you know, like you're a center fielder with the crow hop trying to get the ball, you know, to second base. Tevin Carter, man, it's easy. He just, ball comes out of his hand so clean, tight ball every time. And it's got something on it. Now, is he ready to go and play right now? Probably not. You know, I think the guy needs some work. He needs some reps, just like a lot of kids do who hasn't played much. Again, he hasn't played much, not just this past year, but as a sophomore as well because of an ACL. But big kid, 6'4", 230. Again, another high character, great kid. Love talking to him. And, you know, Memphis might be the school right now for him. He mentioned wanting to visit Memphis. He wanted, wants to visit Texas A&M. He called Florida a dream school for him. So one of the top uncommitted guys out there. And, you know, I think we'll find out, you know, maybe later on in the summer where he's going to end up going to college. But yeah, I mean, he's, he's got that cannon. He's got that hose. And that alone kind of makes him pretty intriguing. A couple other players were also in the top five uh, after the alpha, and that would be Jaden Mayava. Out of the state of Hawaii, sounds like he will be playing his senior season in the state of Nevada, as well as Nico Marchio, who's currently committed to Florida State, but has a couple visits lined up. He's going to head out to Michigan State. He's going to head out to West Virginia next month and then try to figure out if if Florida State are, is going to be the spot for him or if it's not. Uh, obviously, the Seminoles uh, also landed another commitment from a quarterback, A.J. Duffy, a four-star prospect from IMG Academy earlier this offseason. So that's one of those dominoes that I think we're all still waiting to, to see what happens. I know you caught up with Nico and, and you have some updates up on 247sports.com, but what's your feel on Nico Marchio and what he might be doing in June? He was open, but also played it close to the vest, if that makes sense. And what I mean by that is he, he was very open talking about you know, hey, I, I want to take these trips. He wants to take all five, which I did not know. I know we had Michigan State June 4th, West Virginia June 11th. I thought that was going to be it. But he wants to take all five. He mentioned Arizona State, Arkansas, and Ole Miss as possibilities. And he said uh, Florida State will, will likely, likely get a, an official visit as well. So for me, he didn't really tip his hand, you know, saying, oh, Florida State, screw them. They took a kid. He was still very high in Florida State. Saying that, and again, this isn't from what Nico said, but just saying that, just being in the business for a lot of years, whenever you see a committed player, especially a quarterback, when he starts taking other trips, very rarely does that kid stay with the kid with the school that he's committed to. It just doesn't happen very often, right? The, the feeling is if you were that happy with your school, you wouldn't be taking the trips. So again, Nico didn't tell me that he's leaning to Michigan State or, or West Virginia. I'm just trying to like, you know, outside the box thinking when you see a committed guy like a quarterback taking visits, a lot of times, you know, you need to worry if you're a Seminole fan. So we'll see, you know, again, if they get an official visit referring to Florida state, that, that'd be a great sign for them. But if Nico decides to just visit Michigan state, West Virginia, and those other schools I mentioned, ASU, Arkansas, Ole Miss, and does not visit FSU, then I, I would sincerely think there's a chance he's going to flip somewhere. So we'll see. He said end of June when he's done with his visits, he'll make a final decision. So I'm, I'm curious to see what Nico's going to do. And like I mentioned, you can read all the latest on not only Nico Marchio, but all the quarterbacks that were at the Elite 11 Regional in Nashville from Greg Biggins over at 247sports.com. Greg, before we let you go, and while we're on the topic of quarterbacks, Malachi Nelson, one of the top quarterbacks in the 2023 class, has already set a commitment date. And you recently went bold, my friend. You, you put in a crystal ball pick. You know me. I'm not a huge crystal baller. You're just a baller. <laughs> I felt pressure to do it. And I just, I feel like it, it takes away from the kid a lot, a lot of times, but Malachi did give me 
you know, I say, Hey, can I put a pick in for you? And he's like, sure. Why not? You know, there's already a couple of picks in for Oklahoma. So I had been kind of leaning toward Oklahoma for a little bit. So July 18th, Blair, July 18th, that is his parents anniversary. And what better way, what better time than your parents anniversary, Blair, to, to make your college choice, even though with him, he's still young. We forget that he's only a sophomore right now, but you know, he's been recruited heavily since he was an eighth grader. So, you know, talking to him, talking to his family, they're like, you know what, he's done. He's, he's ready to go. He's, he's kind of tired of, you know, the, the calls and just, you know, dealing with what are you going to do and all the message board fodder that's going around. So USC still in there and obviously Oklahoma, you know, Clemson wants him to camp with them in early June. They're a possibility, but right now Oklahoma does look pretty good. Crystal ball leader. And, you know, he, he loves Lincoln Riley. He loves that offense. He loves how well those quarterbacks get developed and drafted. I mean, shoot, who else can say they had two guys go number one over the last three or four years and great chance. Spencer Rattler is a first runner as soon as he's ready to go. So the Sooners flair, that, that, that could be the move for Malachi Nelson. Sooner or later, Malachi Nelson is booming. That's, that's, that's see, what I'm whoa. going with. That's I what I'm see, going wow. with, Greg. Not one, but two. You, you got two in there for, on that. That's not, that's not bad. That's the GB. way you're getting your show three days a week now. Oh, I mean, that's that's how that's how we're going to do it. And, and I'm sure you're going to be a guest on, on one of those at least once a week. Hopefully, we can get a little GB action here on the podcast feed. JB, thank you so much for joining us and, and can't wait to do it again, my friend. Always, Blair. Always good talking to you. All right, that is Greg Biggins. You can follow him on Twitter at Greg Biggins for all the latest uh, in recruiting quarterbacks, Elite 11, and everything up and down the West Coast. Make sure you stay locked in at 247sports.com. That'll do it for us today. Make sure you check back later this week for another episode of the 247 Sports Football Recruiting Podcast.